0: Oh, sometimes live TV, live anything, just awkward things happen. Josh Harris, the new owner of the Commanders, was just in the booth with uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And uh, he's standing in the middle of them. (laughs) And Joe Buck's trying to, like, make a point, but sticks his hand out. Kind of puts it over to his right, like he was going to shake Josh Harris's hand. They've already sat there for a while and been talking. But it was like, the motion looked like shaking a hand. And poor Josh Harris, it's just an instinct, right? Somebody sticks their hand out. We've all done it. He's a guy who meets a lot of people. He's a billionaire, like you know, reaches in Denton, and he just shakes Troy Aikman's hand. But like, it wasn't a full shake. It was kind of like a shake and then a grab and then pull away. And then he puts his hands to his side. And Troy er, <laughs> Troy Aikman just looks down. You can tell he just—it was like this. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Oh, no. Just complete instinct. Like, Joe Buck kind of is kind of Joe Buck's fault because he put his hand, like, way over to Josh Harris's personal space with the way that he was talking. But it's all over the Internet now. I mean, poor Josh Harris. It's everywhere. He'll be fine because he's a billionaire and he's not Dan Snyder. So people will laugh and then be like, ah, no big deal. He's got a long leash and everybody loves him right now. But, man, it it is all over the place right now
1: it is awkward look look it is an awkward exchange but the man didn't make his billions of dollars in television right he didn't make his billions of dollars acting and having great (laughs) personal uh, interactions he's a business guy so you look dan snyder was different levels of awkward because he wasn't funny at the very least this is funny because you could tell it was good-hearted like it was genuine and it just he realized as soon as he did it like this was not what he was going for here. He, he committed to it, and then he decided to back off. I, You know what? I feel for the guy. But man, I mean, I've watched yeah, it so many really, times, Nick.
0: I can't stop watching it. I, I, I can't stop. It was his instincts failed him, you know, because it's really what it is, right? It's just you could tell it was a natural reaction. He didn't think. Like, we all have that, right? There's some sort of – like, there's something that's ingrained in your mind, and that's – for him, that's ingrained in his mind.
1: Oh, man. And, like, it's like every time you watch it, you see something new. You know, it's one of those pictures, one of the freeze frames where if you look at it, like, you'll see something in the background that you didn't see the first time. Every time I look at this, I see something new about either the way he interacts. And also, like, Joe Buck held his hand there for a long time. Yeah, he did. It was like, 30 seconds of him holding it there, so... I I don't know. I mean, we've all been in that. You've done television. I've done some form of of TV. Like I've been in that position too. I was in the Joe Buck position, uh, not necessarily the Josh Harris position, but we've all been there.
0: It, it happens, man. And you know what? People forget about it in like a day, but it will become a meme and it'll be around forever, but it'll just be a funny meme. And he'll probably, you know what? If he's smart, he'll find a way at some point to talk about it and make a joke about it. Like, seriously when stuff like that happens like what well, you know what happens if you if some if you mess up on air what do you do for me i'm gonna call myself out i'm gonna make fun of it like I, i'd rather make fun of it and take away the awkwardness than act like it's a huge deal and you make it worse right don't don't yeah, let it escalate out of it oh you're like i don't know what i was thinking it's a natural reaction hey he got an extra handshake from me whatever you know like you do something like that but definitely a very uh you can tell it was a very awkward moment <laughs> Troy Aikman just trying not to laugh was one of the best. Uh, 14-10, so the over is going to hit in the first half. That ballooned up to 22 and a half. so obviously 24 no matter what you had. 17 and a half, 22 and a half, it was all over the place. That over is going to hit. Ravens were up to about one-and-a-half point favorites. It's off the board, obviously. Now there's less than a minute to go in the game. Uh, so if this score stays, Ravens cover the first half as well. So uh, they're still on pace, Denton, still on pace to – keep this stupid streak alive and I'm tired of it
1: yeah, Terry McLaurin limping off the field for Washington granted he's walking under his own power but he, he's yeah. not coming
0: back in the game uh yes we're not having Terry McLaurin out at all like uh, like don't need don't need that during the regular season just no just get don't him out need now. that at all yeah so uh we'll see Terry McLaurin I three catches 39 yards for him on three targets Jahan Dotson three for 38 uh, those are some of the you know, in terms of people that you're looking good. at, you know, props market. Yeah, Brian Robinson Jr. got four carries for 17 yards, had an eight-yard run. Uh, Antonio Gibson three for 10. Those are some of the names, obviously, that people look at on the props market this year. We talked about Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson's receiving prop is just 700 yards. Take the over 700 and a half. He's going to get some sl- targets this slam year. It. As long as this dude plays
1: more than 10 games, he's hitting that. We are seeing the the refs in preseason form as well. I mean, the laundry is coming out on this final drive. I mean, for the love of guys, you got to let them play a little bit here. Like, let's speed
0: this back. up. It's getting chippy, though. It's getting chippy out there. I mean, after that Antonio Gibson touchdown that they had, uh, there was, you know, that hit, and then everybody's starting to go after each other. That's the only bad thing about these joint practices is these teams are seeing each other for – like a, almost a week straight. It's not a full week, but you know, a, a few days in a row. And they're practicing and they're hitting each other. And you start to develop. There's going to be a couple guys that have a problem with somebody else. It's a guarantee. You have it in practice oh, yeah. with the same team. So you're now adding in another team to this. Then you're playing a game. Then you've got guys that are tired of hearing about a win streak. And the commanders are just... They're, they're probably a little bit of an instigator out there. Like, let's be honest. If you're watching some of this, they're just tired of it. But this is what happens when these teams see each other for far too long.
1: I'm okay with that too. Like I, I like it when a team like a Washington, and they're not the only one in the NFL. There's a couple of other teams out there that I want to have more personality, and if that means instigating a little bit and puffing your chest out, I'm not saying walk around like you are the best team in the NFL, like you're the Kansas City Chiefs, but like you look at Washington. I think Detroit is in that conversation as well. Like I want to see a little bit more flair and personality from these guys. You can be good. You have good players. Now go play like it. So like I like I Detroit needs to do that. Um, I think I think the Chargers need to do that a little bit more. They have so much talent. Get some personality behind that talent and be instigators out there get in the head like play some mind games we the nfl is fun after all like i know it's football it's a business it's a violent sport but there's some fun to be had out there too you know coaches are playing chess match chess matches if you're going to be a player you might as well enjoy that fun as well
0: yeah yeah so we'll uh you know we'll see how this goes and probably won't see starters out there in the second half sam howell probably go in at halftime and i I don't know if josh johnson's going to play the second half for baltimore or this ends up being a I mean, Tyler Huntley, does he see time? Or Anthony Brown? I mean... It's going to be Brown, I think. But
1: Josh Johnson's played well.
0: He has played really well, actually. I think he probably ends up winning that job. He's going to get the third quarterback spot. He's 10-12 for 145 yards and two touchdowns. Did throw a pick. It was a hell of an interception, though. I mean... The ball just kind of got bobbled around in a Washington corner just kind of it fell into his arms basically so I think Josh Johnson's probably earned this spot unless Anthony Brown goes out there who's just not very good I mean we saw him during you thought it was bad with Tyler Huntley out there at quarterback in that offense they were an under machine whenever he was at quarterback Anthony Brown was even worse so it's just Josh Johnson's looking like he's moving the football a little bit more uh, so he probably he probably wins that job All right, so the NBA schedule came out, Denton, last week, and we started, I mean, it's not like the NFL schedule release. Nobody does the whole let's go win-loss, win-loss because you'd be a psychopath. If you went through a team's 82 (laughs) games, or in this case, 80, because they leave two games open for this playing tournament. So the schedule looks a little different. Also, we've got NBA on Christmas Day jam-packed with two NFL games. My God, my family is going to hate me because I'm going to have multiple TVs on. My in-laws know this at this point, and it's just like this is what's going to happen. I'm going to be watching the NFL and the NBA. You guys are just going to have to (laughs) – we'll have it on the side. I'll do it. They don't hate me already, Scott. That is mean. They love me. How dare you? I'm the best. Anyway, uh, jerk. (laughs) So, win totals are out. Scott threw me off there. You got me good. You got me good. Um, All right, so win totals are out. We got, like, a lot of the games out. Zach Harper went through the athletic and kind of did, like, his 40 most anticipated games. Good God, we're not going to do that. But, like, it is interesting just to kind of see some of the – Yeah, I mean, just, you know, some of the early matchups. I mean, the key is what the NBA is trying to do is build up and recreate or start new rivalries, right? Lakers-Nuggets is going to be – you know, you're getting that Western Conference Finals matchup at the end of October. It's October 24th, and I mean, this is that's right away. That's when they open, and it's two teams that don't like each other, and you've got Mike Malone, the head coach of the Nuggets, out there talking about being in the Lakers' head, and LeBron's pissed off at that. I love it. Like, we need more of this kind of stuff. This is what makes the NBA great, and it's what the NBA's lacking. The Nuggets' win total is the highest in the NBA, 545 half though it is juiced to the under minus 120. The over is at even money. The Lakers, I think, yeah, Lakers are at 48 and a half, but that over is at plus 115. So that's a big number for the Lakers, even though that team was much better than a seven seed once they made those trades at the deadline. But it's interesting to look at those two teams and kind of see where the market is now. The Lakers had a good offseason, and it's very clear now that there are going to be a lot of people that are going to buy all the way in on the Lakers being a 50-win team.
1: And good for those people. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them at all because I cannot buy into the idea that Anthony Davis is going to be the number one guy for the entire season. And that's what he has to be. If they're going to achieve that win total, he has to be the number one guy. We've seen this before with LeBron, and it's only getting worse as he gets older. I mean, the guy's going to be 39 in December. You can't ask him to be number one. He teamed up with Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis was going to be that guy. And we've seen all the conversation on social media because Anthony Davis did have a good postseason. Like, he really did. There were some strong performances in there, but it was also the Anthony Davis experience where for every strong performance, it felt like one or two games later there was going to be a dud. And that's what happened. We need to see him put together a consistently good season to even think that this team is a 50-win team. And until he does that, I will be late to the party. I'm not gonna go out and stick my head on and my neck on a limb for anything Davis. I'm just not gonna do it because I've done it before yeah. and it's it hasn't resulted in anything positive. I'm perfectly okay with being late to that party the Lakers under is the way to go here
0: yeah i mean it, I mean clearly the look just alone just looking at that price plus one fifteen it's minus one forty to the under so there's a huge difference right now now granted this is early that's gonna get that's gonna we're going to see the market move on that. Which direction we'll yeah. have to wait and kind of see. I think where people are going. Uh, I think the just having that price at plus one fifteen to the over, there will be people that will take that. That will change. So if you're really dead set on the Lakers winning fifty games, I'm not because of the same thing you said. The Anthony, not just the Anthony Davis. I mean LeBron James can now miss time too. So you're going to kind of look at this situation and say, well, is the depth going to be able to carry them enough? I mean, I guess it's Austin Reeves' time, right? Like that's going to be your guy. Like you're going to <laughs> yeah. sit here now and you're going to have to start. I mean, that's. That's kind of where the Lakers are going to have to be if that's the case. Another interesting one, uh, Heat-Celtics, that's October 27th. Another rematch, Eastern Conference Finals there. You, when you look at where the Celtics are, even with the disappointment in the playoffs, even with the, oh, my God, this team is going to get swept. Oh, wait, they're, making, they're going to force the game to – oh, just kidding, never mind. They're going to completely tank again. 53-and-a-half uh, is their win total. Miami, on the other hand, you do have it. It is on the board. At forty eight and a half, minus one twenty five to the over. But you got Dame Lillard out there today with something about like something on his Instagram story about Miami. I think somebody else put it and he reposted it or I I don't I lose track of what everybody does and how they sit here and drop their hints yeah. in the NBA, where they want to go and what they do. Eventually he's gonna go play for the Heat. It's just how that gets done, how many teams are involved. It's been really quiet right now. As you get closer to the season, I could see this starting to move, but I think that heat total is extremely high. Like if you That is that is set right now with the anticipation that Damian Lillard is going to be in Miami. The current roster, 48 and a half, give me the under with the Heat. G- look, that team barely made the playoffs. I understand the run that they went on, but it was two years ago that they were one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. We've watched that team age. But now, now you're sitting here saying, well, if they have Dame, yeah, they could win 50 games. But as of right now, they don't. So the only thing you could do is bet the under but then if he goes to Miami. So, to me, you stay away from Miami, and I'll be honest with you, I don't even know if I like the over 53.5 for Boston. I think I'd, I'd probably lean that way. I like some of the moves they made in terms of getting Chris Stapps, Porzingis, for but they did lose Marcus Smart. You lose a lot of that defense, that toughness. He was kind of the heart and soul of that team. He was the Draymond Green for them, and that matters. I'd maybe lean over with them, but, like, to be honest, I, I just, this Boston team just, it's starting to feel like there's some cracks there, right, where you're looking at it going... Joe Mazzulla, we've been questioning him as a head coach throughout the entire playoffs. Does that trickle over now into the regular season? There's just something I don't trust about the Celtics.
1: I actually do like the Celtics over. I think they're built right now in an Eastern Conference that I have a lot of questions about to be a decent regular season team. But I look at a lot of the numbers, Nick. There's really not a lot of teams that I look at their, their projected total and say, like, yeah, I, I love the over there. Like I can get behind Denver at 54-and-a-half. I could be yep. swayed yep. with Milwaukee, but I have some questions about them. Like, what is this team going to be? Chris Middleton was not the same Chris Middleton that he was in the championship run last year. I love Drew Holiday, but is it feasible for him to maintain the levels of play that we saw for stretches last year for the entirety of the season? And it feels like they haven't really made a lot of huge splashes to their roster recently, so there's not a lot of teams in the East or the West. Like, Golden State's, what, 49-and-a-half? that's not yeah. for that's not a 50 win team right now. I don't know what version of Clay Thompson you're going to get and I have no idea how Chris Paul is going to flow within the confines of that team. So there's no real team out there that I look at and say I love the over except for the Thunder. I li- I like yes. the Thunder. I know you and I are on the bandwagon. I like I love like the Thunder. To win around 45 games, so their number right now is what 43 and a half, 42 and a half, depending on where you're looking. I like them to win 45 games this year, and for them to take the next step. So that's a number that immediately I circled and said, I got to go play this one
0: now. That is that is one of my favorites. The price isn't great, minus 135. Uh, same thing for the Pelicans. Now you're banking on Zion being healthy and Brandon Ingram also being healthy, but if you're able to capitalize on that. You're in a great spot, but they're both minus 135 if you're going over. So it's like that's the only thing. It's not the best, but, like, the Thunder over is one of my favorite early NBA win total bets. I think that team, they won yeah. 40 games last year. God, man, they could be so good. You're adding Chet Holmgren to the mix. Jay Gilders Alexander could lead the NBA in scoring. They're so much fun to watch. A little sweat chamber coming up and a little story time with Scott Lynn. It's GM Tonight.